again to another episode of the Retro Reductopocephala Podcast, the only show where old is new, new is old, and so are we. I am your host of the moment, Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve Van Sampson, a.k.a. Steve of Destruction, though nobody calls me that, and with me as always are my carbon-based cohorts, Boss Rush Mode. Press 2 now. It's not going to do anything, but you can press it. I allow it. 8-Bit Alchemy. For Espanol, prima numero tres. And into Tenjo! Yeah, why'd you stutter? Something wrong with your vocals? It was a c- 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 combo stutter! C- combo stutter! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. So, uh, welcome once again to our brand new podcast. This is episode two of the Retro Redoctopus Podcast. Pod, 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 pod. Poop, pop, beep, pop, And uh, we're going to do our best to say some words at you and uh, put them in an order that makes sense. What do you guys think? No promises. I like it. I think it's a lousy idea. Not gonna okay, happen. let's do it then. Yes. yes. <laughs> All the more reason. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about a very specific topic and one that is near and dear to my cold, black, blood-sucking heart. I, uh, I know it is, uh, it is something you guys all enjoy as well. Oh, yes. And that is the what, video game series... Heart? Castlevania. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> say sucking black hearts. Yes, blood, blood sucking uh, black hearts. Yes, that's what I thought. That's the whole thing. You guys are being too literal, and it's too today. early now, for you to be this literal. Talking about Castlevania is throwing me off. Yeah, all my notes are for the heart thing. Yeah, uh, that blows because we're here to talk about Castlevania. All right, I guess. so like um, Castlevania. Castlevania it's you? a series of video games, and you're a whip having doo who goes. Like that, and he makes a motion too that you guys couldn't see me do, and he uh, kills various monsters. And for me, it was the first horror video game. I don't think it was actually technically the first horror video game, but as a kid, it was the first that I ever saw that I ever played with. You know, serious elements and monsters that looked scary, and and skeletons, and you know, dripping blood, and all sorts of stuff like that. So it really sort of you know stirred something within. And uh, and hey, now I write horror books, so right, yeah. you know I don't know. Weird. Yeah, especially with a lot of those games have monsters like well-known horror monsters as like enemies or bosses. Classic like movie yeah, monsters. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean that had like you know a very Boris Karloff-looking Frankenstein monster, right? Um, and yeah. stuff. So, and the main villain of the series is Dracula, Dracula, which is, which is pretty crazy because you know that's uh, that is an existing IP. Let's be real. Yeah. Yep. They're yeah, just is. like, yeah, let's just use this. Um, right. Should we come up with our own guy? And they're like, no, no. No, no. Dracula is the guy. So That is funny. I've never thought about how weird that is. Yeah. Every yeah. other character is, you know, made up or secondary. Or you like, feel like it's a you, race. Like like the creature from the Black Lagoon yeah. is kind of the merman. Right. But to just the big bad is always Dracula. Like, yeah. weird. Pretty okay. much. It's yeah. funny, though. And even if it's not, it is. Yeah. It's not vampire. It's Dracula. Specifically a named No, vampire. no. If they, like, try to, like, pull a sw- old switcheroo, they're like, no, this right. time. Then they re-switch and bring it yeah. back to, you know, where you kind of expect that at first. Right. It's like the Dr. Wily. It's thing. like when Paul Rudd goes on Conan 
and he brings the same clip from Mac and me of the little kid going over the cliff on the wheelchair. Because every time you think he won't, but and every time does. you're like, no, no, this time it's really a clip, Conan. And he's like, okay, Paul Rudd, play it, and it's it's the it's the Mac and me clip. Yep. <laughs> or when it's Charlie like Brown's that. about to kick the football, and Lucy will always pull it away right before every he gets to kick it. Every single time, that she will never let him kick that football. Yeah. Charlie Brown got to do some learning, but you know he has that hope. He has that seed of hope. It's it's also uh, they did it, they did it with uh, Mega Man as well. They had a couple couple Doc- games are like no, yeah. no dr wiley's not the bad guy here right even though it's obvious <clears throat> dr cossack who yeah, are you cossack was what four or five i think four four yeah yes. it was four and like yeah just kidding but i think there were some other ones too but anyway mm-hmm. castlevania as it is so um yeah i just kind of want to start off talking about the video games and what i thought i would do is open it up to the room to you guys and uh and see like what your first experience with the series was what was the first game that you played and what was your you know sort of impression in uh you know in a sea of video games that looked nothing like this and uh just general thoughts and i'll go last what about you uh nintendo well then, since you asked, um, I think the the first Castlevania game that I played was the second one, and oh. I remember not really caring for it right. too much. Um, though I, I appreciate it, I, you know, going back and like you know playing the first one after playing the second one, and can appreciate the changes they made to the second one. So so they're not like repeating themselves. So you're not playing the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've always loved the soundtrack in Castlevania Two. Um, Great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Such it, a hallmark and I, and of I the love, series. Totally yeah, and, and and I love the fact that it changed from uh, day and night, and you always get that, that little cutscene. I like the idea of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the execution is so on paper. Clunky. They did a lot of really neat things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To have to type out what a horrible night to have a car every, every time. single time. Yeah. And you know the morning sun vanquishes the horrible night. <laughs> yeah, and it's night. it's like yeah. the guy yeah. the, whoever's typing it is henpecking. Right. They're like. Yeah. And it's like, come on, really, guy? Every time. Yeah. The pick and peck mode. But yeah, very, you know, very ambitious. Yeah, it really yeah, it really was. You can appreciate it for not resting on its laurels from the success of the first one. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, does yeah. it even have laurels to rest on? It was only one know, it was game. One game. True, you know, true. it's like, it's yeah. such a but crazy it's, it's departure. Not like, oh, this was successful. Let's just do it again. Right. So Honestly, right. I think Mega Innovative. Man was one of the only series back in the day that sort of just was okay with making the same game. Yeah, again. it really never went crazy. Yeah. A lot of other series, the sequel was was very different. Yeah. Right? I mean, they made a, a, enough changes to the series where it's more interesting like with each game like yeah. okay the third one you have rush and and oh, you can Mega slide. Man, third Mega, Mega man, man right. three mm. yeah and then Mega man four is like okay well you have rush you can slide oh now you can charge your buster right so they would do things that were like you know incremental changes that felt natural but nothing that like completely right. changed it was exactly still the same yeah still the same game right. but it's just different things to make it more interesting but something now, like uh, you know uh castlevania to castlevania 2 or legend of zelda to Legend of Zelda 2 or even in America, like Metal Mario, Gear to Snake's Revenge Mario to really Mario different. Brothers Mario, 2 in Japan Mario it was less weird but in America it was like a pretty big departure right we didn't get yeah. the lost levels right. here until right. we got Doki Doki Super Panic. Nintendo Su- the Super Pretendo came out Super Pretendo and we got, we got, really uh, got Mario All-Stars yeah we got to play the lost levels yeah right. we did but yeah yeah totally so yeah this is definitely a weird entry to start on 
Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking at the whole pantheon of Castlevania games now, 2 is still one of the weirdest ones. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah, like it really they kept is. going crazy. Like, you know, they had they hit a point where they changed the format with like Symphony of the Night and stuff, but for the most part, a lot of the games are either like the original or more open, right. you know, a la Metroid <clears throat> yeah. style. But yeah, I mean, for people so who don't realize really the first Castlevania was very much just level one, level two, level three. You go through the level, you fight a bunch of monsters, you reach a big one at the end, beat him, and that's that level. Yeah. And then you keep going until you get the get to the end of the game. Right. Number two, there was backtracking into levels you could go back into old places you there was a town you could talk to people there was grinding for currency right yeah, yeah. there was uh items you would find and have to you know essentially like a, a key into a lock sort of a scenario you get something and it's used somewhere else right. and uh and it's you know it was very 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 different it's the arguably one. the first uh castlevania or metroidvania type game well, you, I mean, that, that, is, that is true. It's, yeah, it's definitely the prototype really. for that. It is. Which really became a thing with Symphony of the Night. Right. And that yeah. was, like, cemented. But you're right. That was the, the yeah, for the series. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. until, like, maybe Order of Ecclesia do you see another game where you have, like, linear levels that each level is kind of an interconnected place, like, you know, the mansions in Castlevania Two. Yeah, yeah, you would, yeah. You would access them just by, you know, going kind of linearly and order of ecclesia is the same way and you just explore within it and then once you leave like for the most part you're done with that place. and order of order yeah. of ecclesia came out like what way year? later yeah, way later. yeah. I mean, 20 uh, yeah i don't even know 2009 but that was for the 3ds right the, the, or the original the ds yeah 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 but yeah not a lot of games did that yeah Pretty right cool. so what about you eight bit what, what's your uh what's your first entry into this this fantastic fangful wor- world of Vampires and Fairwolves. You're making it sound Frankenstein. Less good. Vasylvania. Oh, Vasylvania. <laughs> They're so fancy. Um, so I was actually trying to think. Uh, so it's between three games. I, I played them all around the same time. So I got into Castlevania um, pretty much into the 16-bit era. So it was definitely between uh, Super Castlevania 4 and Castlevania Bloodlines. I remember having both at the same time growing up and playing both of them kind of off and on. I wasn't very good at either one. I was definitely able to play more of Super Castlevania 4. Um, Bloodlines, I thought, was harder, and I couldn't really do that much. Um, But actually, the game that I played quite a bit was uh, Castlevania Adventure 2 for For the the Game Game Boy. Boy, Yeah, The Um, OGGB. Right, OGGB. For uh, those uninformed, the original gangsta Game Boy Y'all, y'all know him, but he uh, he was my boy. That adventure too. That OGGB. Yeah, and I remember being in the car and playing a lot of Adventure Two and jamming out to New Messiah in the Crystal Palace because you know I, you would never know that we were from the Boston area. No, you just said car like perfectly fine, right? Okay. For those of you who don't know, we're like. We're like forty-five minutes outside of Boston. It doesn't. We don't take all much. sound like like we, we don't know how to say the as at the end of the. Hey words. kid, these games are wicked good. They're wicked friggin' good guys. Yo, the freaking Game Boy. Color. Oh, I remember yeah. playing that game in the Game Boy back in the car. Yeah, I went on my way to Dunkies. Oh, like Dunkin' over the. It's actually just it was just Dunkin' now, guy. It was me and Sully. We used to always say <laughs> Dunkies back, back then, guy. Dunkies. Me and Sully. Oh man, you, and you don't Sully. even know <laughs> Sully's cousin is a statey, you know. 
Did you know that? Yeah, no, I didn't yeah, even kid. know that. Anyway, continue, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, any, anyway, guy. Anyway, guy. But, I mean, basically, it was between those games. I played a lot of Adventure 2, um, but I, I don't think that was, like, what made me love Castlevania because... You know, for a Game Boy game, it's good, but for a Castlevania game, it's definitely on the bottom of the you know list. Although it is cool for having selectable levels. Yes, yeah, I mean which it, is it's cool. it's noteworthy, but yeah. definitely Super Castlevania Four and Bloodlines and a lot better than the me. first Game Boy one. Yes, it was much, a, a much lot. Better. Not that I played the first one when I was growing up, and but it also it has is one of the better. best freaking box arts ever, which we covered it in does. our YouTube video of Paint and Pixels Horror, which came out a year ago. Heck yeah, we did. Heck was yeah, it a we year? did. Already? Yeah, it was yeah, last. Uh, it was over a year ago because it was for, for Halloween 2017. Wow, yes, that's sir. silly. Jesus Christ, that doesn't even make sense. How's that possible? Time right. flies when a lot of it elapses. <laughs> Time flies yeah, when you're not sure doing anything. Uh, yeah, so I think that Bloodlines made me fall in love with the music of the series, and Castlevania Four made me fall in love with the aesthetic and the look and the feel of whipping and swinging and doing all the different things that are like trademark of Castlevania nowadays. So, I mean, yeah, 16 bit was what was kind of prevalent when I was growing up. So those games really, really, you know, hooked me. And I remember from a very young age feeling like I love Castlevania games. Yeah. 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 And it's just so funny because it's like, I wasn't great at them. I never beat or even came close to beating them, but it didn't matter. Like they were just so cool. And the graphics were so awesome, and just it, it was just you just wanted to play it. I just want to play it. <laughs> but it was it was. They get the claws in deep. Got game. the claws in deep there, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what's nice. up. Cool. Sixteen bit era, definitely a, a notable chapter in the uh, in the series's history. Ironic because sure. I'm eight bit yeah. alchemy, but you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sixteen bit alchemy doesn't roll off the tongue. It's it really 2018. Doesn't. You be whatever the fuck you want. Sixteen mm-hmm. <laughs> bit uh, chemistry. Sixteen bit. Sixteen. Sixteen bit physics. Shimmerstry. Are you assuming uh, my bits? <laughs> Yo, don't show me your bits. What say you, Bosh Rush? Bosh Rush. Well, I started pretty much at the beginning with the first Castlevania on the NES. Uh, it's actually one of the first games I've ever beaten on the NES as well. Ooh, and, uh, not, not the first, but one of the first. And I remember, I mean, I had beaten a couple games before in many since, but around that era, uh, that that time, Castlevania kind of stood out to me because the ending was so satisfying. Because you know, you had you know Simon, you know, standing over, looking at the castle as it's collapsing. Actually, actually, no, I don't think Simon was in the shot, but you see the castle collapsing, mm-hmm. and then you got the you know the 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 text like all the end credits and you know the music's great and like wow this is like really cool it's almost like you know it's just it's more substantial than this it con- felt like congratulation an, right you did the thing it, it was a little like bit an more epilogue. cinematic than endings yeah. really mm-hmm. were at that right at the time oh, even though yeah. now it's like silly to say that right it's but not really in, that like, cinematic but or whenever yeah, that game at the came time. out you know it's you would usually just get a screen with words and this yeah. felt like an epilogue like this is the end of my story mm-hmm. yeah right. it really did felt yeah. like feel like yeah. the end of a movie it, yeah this is so satisfying and great you you really felt like you accomplished something totally and I always appreciated that for from that game yeah that first one's hard I. I don't think I ever beat it as a kid, not the first one. Hmm. That was that was a that was a tough one. It is tough, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. gone back and played it on like you know something where I can save and load the states. Right, that makes it a lot easier. Bam, Massachusetts. <laughs> Bam, Colorado. Bam, Colorado. Bam, Bam Florida. Pennsylvania. 
Bam, Georgia. <laughs> but bam. Uh, yeah, those 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 are slightly different states. But it is. yeah, I, bam confusion. Bam, bam derailed. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I can't play that. Are you saying game. bam or berm? Bam, berm. I'll say berm. Bam. Oh, gotcha. Where did you learn to berm? <laughs> <laughs> I was just born that way. <laughs> Maybe it's Bermaline. <laughs> no one can see it, but I'll, I'll flip my he's hair. He's flipping his hair. Beard. Yeah, flip the beard, yeah. Where'd he get that beard? Maybe he's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's grew out of my face. <laughs> Maybe it's puberty. Uh, people have asked me, like, oh, dude, how do you grow that beard? They're like, don't shave it. Uh, it's right. not difficult. Uh, just don't don't cut it. Like, my face just he's does like, this. you got to study and do really well on the exam. Right. Like, what do you want me to say, dude? <laughs> like, I have to do work to not have this. Right. So yeah. this is just what happens with life. <clears throat> I leave it alone. I walk away. I, I leave right. it it's, it's the opposite of what works with child rearing. You can't just leave them I'll take your word for them. Yeah. <laughs> you got to actually pay them attention sometimes. Pay them some heed. Speaking um, of paying attention, let's pay attention to Castlevania again. Yeah, Castlevania. So, yes. uh, so actually, um, funny thing about that game, for me anyway, to this day, I don't think I've ever beaten the Grim Reaper without the Holy Water. Hmm. Every single time I've beaten him, it's been with the Holy Water. Wow. I've tried a couple other because times, that's like the, the whip the or the best cross. Way, that's like the best way to beat I him. I don't think I've ever done it. Wow. I, I like just the, the, the axe working yeah. better. So the holy water is like the way to yeah, do it? Yeah, because what happens with the holy water, he just freezes in place while he's getting mulled. Yeah, oh. yeah, the holy water is so OP in that game. Yeah, and wow. you can like keep whipping him too, and that also takes yeah. away. Totally. That's cool. Yeah. Kind of like a um, similar situation with um, one of the bosses. I think it's technically the second to last boss from Ninja Gaiden. Um, just recently heard the pronunciation of it. It's like Jackio, but I always pronounce it Jackio. Jackio, yeah. Jackio. Hakio or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that boss, I've never been able to beat him without the windmill sword. Hmm. It's like the the whole almost like the screw attack from Metroid, yeah. but it's like you know, hey man, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, what works works. Yeah. Right, you got to have your tips and, and tricks it's legit too. It's not like yeah, you're cheating, I mean, so yeah. nobody says right. you got to have multiple ways to do this really hard thing that most people right. can't even do. I can right. beat the game. Suck it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yes, nice. Sir. And how about you, Parasite Steve? Well, since you asked, Baberm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, the first one for me as well. Um, it was a game that really, as I said, really stood out in the crowd. And um, I I loved the music. I loved the, the, the gameplay to me was so fun. But it's funny because one of the things traditionally I hate and makes me turn off completely for a game is if the control scheme is like, weird or I can't get into it or whatever. And technically the control scheme in those first three Castlevanias are not the best. Right. The, the, the jumping's weird, weird jumping. and <clears throat> all this stuff. So, you know, it, it, it does not technically have the best controls in the world, but there was something about it. I just loved it. And you know, I think I loved the whip. It was just a great, you know, in a, in a sea of adventure games where the guys are wear, like wielding swords. Right. Or a character has a gun or something. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. sort of projectile weapon. Yeah, slashing or, or shooting, you know, you have a whip, which just felt really acceptable. I don't know. It's like, well, would you, is that what you would take, though, if you're like battling an army of uh, demonic monsters and skeletons and stuff? If it's, it's a like, holy whip, probably not. it is. But, you know, whatever. Indiana Jones was cool, right? So, right. Uh, right. Right. So uh, Simon Belmont uh, gets to. Get out there with his whip. And uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. I love the sub weapons. I love that idea that, you know, different people could have different play styles, Absolutely, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and that was kind of a, a, an early 
example of that as well. You know, it's it's small, it's not a big deal, but you didn't have to get each sub weapon. You could just pick the one you liked, mm-hmm. and like you, you said, none of them. Yeah, or you, you could use none, none of them. them. I mean, right. you said you loved the, the the holy water so OP. I never liked holy water, so I like never use it in games. So for me, it's like I don't, I didn't. I wouldn't have even known that it was so awesome and yeah, that's what you use it against death and, and stuff like that. Like I know that now because I've heard that now, but at the time I'm like, no, I was a uh you get the boomerang cross and that's you just keep that. Right. That's always been my yeah. thing. So Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely interesting. Um I love the bosses. That's always always one of the yeah. main things with me with a yeah. Castlevania game is like, yeah, the, the monster getting design, excited like, all to around see the really new bosses. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The enemies too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of interesting levels too. I mean, like, you know, it seems weird to have Castlevania, the thought of having like taking the clock tower and the giant gears out of a Castlevania game seems wrong, right? Like right. it yes. has to have that. Yeah. But why? You know, somebody had to think about, oh, well, what are we going to do? It's going to be graveyard. It's going to be, you know, a mausoleum. It's going to be, you know, old decrepit tower. It's like, well, what else? Somebody said, oh, let's have a clock tower and have there be these giant gears. Well, it doesn't really make sense on the surface, but it really worked. Right. And it became mm-hmm. a thing. And it sort of feel, has this like sort of kind of steampunky feel that now that like gears are such a, you know, a motif right. yeah. for steampunk. It's kind of kind of neat, I think. And I because I really think like gears, Castlevania. Yeah. Gearsylvania. Like it, I don't <laughs> gears, steampunk. But for me, it's like gears, Castlevania. That's uh, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I loved that first game. And then second one, I never really touched. The third one, oh my God, we haven't even touched upon the third one. Obviously, we're all big fans. Yeah. Um, you know, the third one, you get to be other characters. And, um, you know, this this you start the game off and I love this concept so much. They're like, okay, the first two games you are, you are Simon Belmont. This time you are his ancestor, Trevor Belmont who came before. And I'm like, my God, it's so funny. Like the Sprite was basically the same, same, right? Right. Different colors. Instead of black and red and white, he was like beiges, you know, various Browns and stuff, but like pretty much the same. And yet I always felt like Trevor was my favorite for some reason. I loved that game. And I just love the idea of this concept of there's this lineage. It's not just Simon Belmont. It's the fact that he is of the Belmont clan. Right. right. I thought that was so cool. And then you had really all these unique as far as characters like, that you character could get along the way. Games like yeah. Mario, you're always Mario. Sonic, yeah. you're always Sonic. Mega yeah. Man, no. A, Castlevania, yeah, you go through generations. Different, it's really a yep, pretty unique Belmonts thing. or sometimes you Ninja know Gaiden, not a Belmont, you're always but yeah. you're always mm-hmm. really like it's it's totally it's something really cool. that's overlooked but yeah yeah and it, it just makes you feel like you know Dracula keeps coming back no matter what you do but that doesn't mean it gets resurrected and revamped right but it doesn't mean Ooh. it's futile <laughs> because this generation needs a savior you have right. to stop him here and now yep. this time it kind of puts a bigger scope on it it does mm-hmm. it makes yeah. it you know epic and stuff, but yeah, I, I I loved all that. So, and you know, you have the wizard Sypha, who ended up being a, a woman at the end, which was kind of neat. And yep. you know, just like with Samus, it's like it feels like they had to trick you into playing as a girl, maybe because right. they thought, oh, they won't like boys play this, and they don't want to be girls. Like so stupid, right? But um, yeah, that was pretty cool. And you had uh, Grant, who was the the wall climbing, dagger wielding pirate looking guy, and you yep. had, of course. Alucard, which is you know Alucard. such a staple of right. the series at this point, which although is, not in his yeah. not in his final look, very no. very different look. No, he was in a uh, very much a a 
classic Dracula look. Mm-hmm. He had yeah. short black hair and a yeah. red cape. He hadn't quite carved out his own identity yet. Well, they hadn't hired Indeed. Ayami Kojima yet. To no, paint him like yes. a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> With long right. flowing locks. Of, but, ebi- of so, not ebony. So since we're on Castlevania 3 right now, I think that's that'd be a really good segue into the next half of the conversation that I want to talk about, which is the anime. Okay. Which is currently on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know you guys have uh, seen uh, all or most of it. And um, and I really want to talk about this. I, You know, I have to say, as a fan of this property, and it really is truly one of my all-time favorite IPs, I was very hesitant about any sort of a show or a movie or anything like that. Because as we all know... Most of the time, not all times. I'm not going to say there are no good video game movies. I personally love the first Silent Hill movie. Silent Hill, so yeah. What it's good. That, that, I like Suck that movie. Um, I know but, Pyramid Head's not in the original game. It doesn't matter. It's a great movie. You know, and, and I think there are probably others. I actually really enjoyed the, the latest Tomb Raider movie quite a bit. Um, I don't care. I really thought it was great. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think there are some out there, but you know, Castlevania, it's like, I don't know. It's too precious to me. I'm, I'm fine. It doesn't need to be adapted. And then they come out with this anime that looks like it was made in the like mid nineties or something. Like it just doesn't look like modern anime. You're right. It doesn't at all. And it looks similar enough to the drawings of Ayami Kojima that it works, and you you know it's not exact, but right. it's it you shouldn't buy it be exact. as a Castlevania property immediately just from looking at it. Right. You're like, okay, absolutely, this feels right. Yeah, yeah. and especially like the way Dracula looks, yep. he's like note perfect. Yeah, and Alucard too. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They simplified Alucard's uh, his ensemble. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have like four layers. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. Right, he doesn't you know, have four he just jackets. Has, like he one shirt. Three. He's not wearing his a, entire wardrobe at once. <laughs> it's right. like so right. weird. If you look at those pictures of uh, Symphony of the Night, man. And it's like count the number of shirts he's got on. Count. But yeah, so one, um, one overcoat. Uh, uh, I know it's all he gets. Two, two, two overcoats. Uh, 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 no, you got to count the blouses. That's a, how many? Done that for you. <laughs> you got to count so the overcoats. Like seven more overcoats. You get <laughs> then we get the blouses. <laughs> you put the blouses on top. Jesus. No, I'm going out in. Oh, out in. Yes. Out in. Oh yes. yeah. Yes. Yes. Like a drawbreak. Right, drawbreak. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Good stuff. But yeah, um, so I know that uh, so I, 8-Bit, Nintendo, we've seen both seasons. Uh, Berm, you've seen just a couple episodes of season two, right? Uh, yes. And I so- want to say I've seen probably, I know, I know I did. You know, it's weird because I actually heard them first because I listened to it while I was working and obviously I can't be watching videos at work. I will lose my job. So I actually heard Heard them all first, and I think I did end up watching the whole thing. Okay, but I don't remember for some reason. That's okay. <laughs> so I don't want to like necessarily like spoil the whole second season because it did just recently come out, like maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah, it yeah. was in October. And so I mean, I think that you know we don't need to talk about every everything, but just in broad sweeping terms, opinions on this show, I think uh, all of us are pretty positive, right? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool, and and I think the the opinion of the world at large is pretty positive. I it's haven't one of the really... most celebrated video game adaptations, yeah. if not the most. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Which is like I cannot so get over. Unbelievable! I'm so happy. I love it when it's people not, love it's what not I like. Halo, right? It's not right. Gears of War. It's Castlevania. It's not Call of Duty. It's, it's crazy. Castle Freaking Vania. Right. Right. Which is also you got to say, even though it's one of those properties that has endured all these years, it. Never really sang, sells like gangbusters. It doesn't do that well. No. And like 
every time they try to reboot it, like, you know, they tried to do it for Nintendo 64, all that wave, that failed. And then they had the PlayStation 2 era games, Lament of Innocence and Curse of Darkness. Those were not big hits. Isn't it weird that only and then, one... Well, <clears throat> okay, there's Chronicles. But I was going to say, like, Symphony of the Night was the one, like... Castlevania game on PS1 that, that was, was new. The darling that the world loved. Right. And it's yeah. like it seems weird like, huh, yeah, they did there wasn't a sequel to that. It just that was it. That right, was there it. were lots of other games on the, the GBA and then on right. the DS. Which were spiritual Which, sequels, to you know? me, honestly, I felt like the DS ones are kind of my favorite at this point. Yeah. Like, especially... Because uh, the so GBA the ones are Order too of different. Ecclesia, you mentioned. Yeah. Which was the last, last one, one on... On, on DS. You know, I feel like it was the last one of that era, you know? It, that it is. The it's, it is the final one that was like a, you know... Co- uh, what? Igarashi. Iga. Yeah, Igarashi. Um, his like the director who kind of pioneered the newer style of Castlevania with Symphony of the Night. So Order of Ecclesia is the last Castlevania game that he touched. I'm pretty sure. And it has uh, you know a woman as the main character, which uh, is the first time, right? No, uh, other no. than Castlevania Legend, right for the Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, okay, Castlevania. So that was Sonya Belmont. Sonya, yeah, but yeah, it was really. Out of nowhere and super awesome. Like she was such a well designed character. Yeah, Shinoa. Really cool. She was great. And I, I loved I loved that game. Uh but yeah, a the lot. the Game Boy trilogy was borrowing a page from Symphony of the Night, but it wasn't quite there until the last one, Aria of Sorrow. Because each right. one of the games kind of were they were not uniform in well, Aria. Feel. Right. And then it was Dawn. Dawn of Sorrow. Dawn was no, for defense. Game Boy for Game Boy Advance I'm talking, it was Circle of the Moon, which was like Really, really cool, but also had like kind of rigid, clunky controls. Rigid, yeah, yes. and then you and the have, graphics were okay. They were fine. Yeah, yeah okay, they were fine. Yeah. And then you had Harmony of Dissonance, which clearly was like, okay, we're kind of just going to make a character who looks exactly like Alucard. We're going to mm-hmm. give him a backdash. We're going to make him have like a glowy kind of outline. Like, yeah, do yeah. as many things as possible to try and make this like. Yeah, he literally and give had him a white whip, skin, but and give him white a whip. hair. And, and he wasn't a vampire, so it made no sense. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. a Belmont. He was Juiced Belmont. Yeah, Juiced Belmont. So it was the worst. I think that is the worst game. Just J-U-S-T-E. throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did. Good. I did replay it recently, and you know, it's fun. It's a Castlevania game, but agreed. I, I like Circle of the Moon better by a long shot. Yeah. Even though it's a more rigid and clunky game to play, it stands apart on its own, just in like style and tone and mm-hmm. the characters mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. I had the card uh-huh. system. Yeah, the DSS yeah. card you system was awesome. You had these cards you'd get, and you could pair monsters with uh, elements With elements or you'd get, like... Really you know, fun. Yeah, and Harmony of Dissonance was, like, there was just a few different... Books? There were spell books or there something? There were spell books, which were, like, there was only five, and basically each one would combine with a different sub-weapon. So you had to, like, go find the sub-weapon in order to try... Oh, the, so you could have like a fire axe and a nice right. axe. So all of them would do a different spell, which was neat. But it was clunky. Axe and a pudding axe. And yeah, the pudding book was hard to find. Oh man, it was there. <laughs> uh, and then you could equip so different um, like whips, uh, like the the kind of end club point. You know, oh, like at yep. the end of the like instead of having whip. a little spiky ball, you could yeah, have a you little, could have it be like a diamond or like a oh, circle, yeah. and it's just a, stupid. A little like, rubber yeah. ducky. You know, something that would have been cool, but no, it was just shapes. So, yeah, I don't know. Harmony was rough. And then Aria of Sorrow was like, oh, my God. So good. This is what you can do on the GBA. Like, I remember Boss Rush Mode. You had got um, Aria of Sorrow when it had first came out, and we were all at a bowling tournament. 
Um, and I remember you were playing it and I was like, yeah. what do you got there? And you, and you like showed me Aria of Sorrow and I like played it a little bit. You're like, here, just mess around with it. I was like, oh my God, I need to go buy this immediately. As soon as I leave, <laughs> yeah, that game is I need to go get this. Great. Like it was so, so friggin' sweet. Yeah. Right. The, the sprites soul, are the, so amazing. Yeah. And I, I love the, the soul, soul system. system is so yeah. It makes every enemy more interesting. You're like, oh, well normally you would just kill it and keep walking but now you know every enemy has a unique well, they ha- soul they would have drops they would have item drops but that is that pales in comparison right. to but, the you, souls, but also right? not every enemy had item drops so sometimes you would just kill something forever and you'd never get anything you wouldn't know but in this game every enemy had a soul so you knew that killing it enough times would pay off you'd get something yeah right so super cool just very, very cool. Really and yeah, then the yeah. DS trilogy. And, and they were often like, uh, well, maybe not often, but some of the souls were incredible. Like ridiculously yeah. awesome. Yeah. For like totally like nothing I remember like some of them would enemies. turn you into like big monsters and like they would, you'd just become a gigantic sprite you could dash Charge forward. Charge forward, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. And yeah. I don't know. There, were, there was a lot of really, really neat um, things. And then and then the soul system was, was continued with the direct sequel because there aren't a lot of direct sequels in this Very world of Castlevania. Few. It's just essentially the first one to Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, and then kind of Aria of Sorrow to Dawn of Sorrow, and it continued the story of this this weird, like, futuristic, because it's the, also the first Castlevania game that took place in the future, mm-hmm. not the past, and it was a... Uh, or it was, was it the like future, the or was reborn, it just modern times? No, it was the future. It was the future, was the future. Yeah. And okay. there was a Belmont, Julius Belmont, and he was cool, um, but he, you know, because he dressed like a pimp, you know, and, uh, you know, but he wasn't the main character, because the main character is this... Soma Cruz, Soma yeah, Cruz. Soma Cruz, and it was yep. revealed that it was a reincarnation of Dracula. So you were actually Dracula for the first time ever, which was pretty cool. And you yeah. don't know that until like twenty hours in. Yeah, like, I mean, right. like, honestly, you know, like, that's yeah. far. They make you wonder if Soma's going to be evil or not. Like he, Soma, is a good person, but is he destined to fulfill the destiny of Dracula and become evil after all? Well, you got to play the games, but um, definitely really, really neat. And so you had this character of uh, Julius Belmont, the Belmont of the, of the game, and mm-hmm. he's hunting you. Well, I mean, right. he, he yeah, he works with you at the beginning and then it's like, OK, once he finds out and he knows for sure you're Dracula. I'm pretty it, sure he was an antagonist and then you then you kind of got it him has been so long. Yeah, I don't I don't I remember. He was sure. just Jay. That was his name, the letter J, because Japan Freaking loves... Freaking baby whale J. The, <laughs> the, Japan just loves naming characters after just single, like, just letters, like D. Mazinger Z. Whatever. And uh, he was the letter J. Yeah. And then eventually you learned he was Julius Belmont. There was also Genya Arikado, who was the, like, black-haired, oh, yeah. like, suit-wearing guy who ended up being revealed as Alucard. Which was not at all hard to figure out. It was, it was his last like, name's your Ricardo. Ricardo, dude. Right, like, no, what right. is wrong? Yeah, they, like, caught, they should have just called him Bob Smith. Why Soma Cruz? He was not Hispanic at all. I know, and he had white hair. <laughs> like, like even on. even too moderately many, at this point, Hispanic. too many characters have white hair. I mean, that's why like Juice Belmont was just way the bridge too far. But Come Soma on. had like a short bob cut, which like in drawings is stupid. But it, <laughs> and he's it's, a man. It's different. But maybe that's a maybe that's a stylish uh, it's different. A cut. It works. In the I mean, I don't know. His sprite in game was awesome. Yeah, he was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a very interesting wardrobe overall. He also had like a furry like coat. Yeah, too, didn't he? Yeah, uh, fur coat. You thought of. Julius was pimping? Right. Yeah, he there. Yeah. everybody so in the future the is straight pimp. pimping. For real, pretty cool. For real. Pimping ain't easy. Yeah, they sure make it look like it is though. 
Yes. Who was the, who was the girl? Yoko Belnades. Oh, no. Yeah. Who uh, was, yeah she, uh, uh, she, was like a, she was like I a she was like a descendant Uma of of Uma Thurman of Saifa. I think it was Uma. She Thurman. was a Belnades. Um, I think we should talk about the Belnades. anime. Though. Okay, anime. So back to the anime because you know those two games are great. But so the anime. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. <laughs> It was just a, a demon just escaped me. <laughs> just a creature flew out of hell. Well, I just downed an entire holiday merry mashup Mountain Dew, did so it, something had to give. Did it taste like Jingle Bells? No, it tasted like Cran Pomegranate Code Red. Interesting. And by that, I mean it tasted exactly like Code Red. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. So, so the anime, I uh, yeah, good good stuff. First season, I loved how it starts out with Dracula. And you yep. get that kind yep. of backstory, which was hinted at. Well, not hinted at. It was explored um, in Symphony of the Night, where yep. you find out what happened to Alucard's mom, Lisa. And she, uh, she is yeah. a character uh, in the show. But really, she only gets like one episode per season. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. You find out like her death really motivated Dracula to really fucking be evil again. Yeah, and then right. he was sort of on the Because he was way. already like, I hate humanity, but I'm going to be a hermit. Well, and for her, you found out that he was, he was changing. She yeah, was right. having him like go into the world, appreciate people, don't be bad, and uh, you know he was doing it for her because he loved her and and he was changing. But you know her death just sent him, oh boy, so so hard in the wrong direction. And I mean you know right rightfully so. I yeah, feel sure. like they made Dracula very, um, what's the word? Sympathetic. Sympathetic. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Sympathetic yeah. enough. Yes. Anyway, he right. was still enough, pretty right. evil. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. went. He went nuts with it. But at least I like when you can sympathize with the bad guy. It makes yeah. it a lot more. He was like, "There's this bridge. There's this bridge." There's the bridge too far. I'm taking that one. I'm going there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I better take that one. <laughs> that bridge too far. That bridge is for me. And we have uh, we have my my buddy, Mr. Trevor Belmont. So so great in the in the show, voiced by Richard Armitage, who who is the lead dwarf in the Hobbit movies, Thor and Oak and Thor and Oak yep. Shield. And he does a great job. He's got a he's got a great deep voice, and he's really just kind of a. They turned him into. An atypical character because he's just a he's just a big fat curmudgeon. He's just really not a super likable main character. It's just pretty a funny. Sodding drunk. Yeah, he right, starts out right. and he's just a big drunk. fat piece of trash. Yeah, and then he kind of gets better uh, slowly, but he's never really all that friendly. The show uh, starts out with him else. just getting his ass handed to him too, right, by yeah. a couple of loser drunk guys in the bar. I mean, he just gets wrecked, yeah. thrown out of the bar. You're like. Okay, interesting start. <laughs> right, I'm not expecting that at all. Our hero, ladies and gentlemen. All right, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, and he, uh, he they introduce this concept of there is this order of um, wizards, and they're called the speakers. And speakers. you find out that um, one of the speakers is uh, went in to fight the Cyclops or something. And yeah, like, oh, we'll go walk. No, she I, she went to look for um, for Alucard. For Alucard, yeah, yeah. So that. she so so Trevor ends up encountering um, her her grandfather and he says oh you know we we have to stay here because one of our own has, has gone missing and we can't find her and whatever and trevor's like look you guys need to all go the townspeople are going to kill, kill you, you all tonight yeah. so you gotta you get all out of are here. going to die y'all gonna die and a that's lot. that's gonna weigh on his drunk conscience so he was like fine fine whatever i'll go look for your whoever and then it ends up being that he he finds Sypha and she's gotten been turned to stone because there was a Cyclops guarding Alucard's grave or and in resting the, place. In the Castlevania world, Cyclopses turn people to stone like Medusa does, right? Kind of with with the eyeball, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, that, but Alucard's 
level in Castlevania Three, what the boss was yeah. a Cyclops, right? No, or, no. or Cypher. That was Cypher's level. Cypher's. So that's okay. what's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really like there's really a cool lot fan of fan service. service that really probably didn't need to be in there, and I just so very much appreciate that right. they they bothered. But yeah, I mean, mm. not everything's exact or anything like that. But how can it be? the The game barely had a story, but you know? they right. cared enough to at least try to implement it. Exactly. In, there were right, right. little story elements there were. Okay, so you have this level, and you fight the Cyclops at the end, and that's the boss. And there's a statue in the garden that's in the background for the entire boss fight with the Cyclops in the game in in three. And then when you beat the Cyclops, the statue comes to life, and it's it's this wizard, right. and it joins you. It's Sypha, which is, you know, again, it's it's so funny to me. It's like Samus. They're like, we have to come up with a name where nobody's going to be able to tell right, what gender yeah. it is. If we make up a name, no one will know. Right. So right. Sypha, you know, can join you. It's up to you. You can tell her no. Um, and she's my favorite character in the game by far. She's very fun powerful, spells. too. She's great. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean... Seeing that in this glorious anime, you know, action, like, it was great. The, the, the boss fight was phenomenal. And I think, honestly, like, the, the fights in general, especially in Season 2, are some of the best animation fights I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's Everyone feels so oh unique. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. The animation of the whip, the way that they work in, like, you know, different little moves and stuff like you see alucard doing some like you know teleporting and stuff like that and just the sword play and the whip play it's like oh my god i could just watch this forever yeah and i generally will feel like you know if there's too much fighting in something in a movie or anything i'm watching i it gets boring after a while right no enough for this you know it's it's like you know when everybody's super no one is Mm mm-hmm and, but, and the thing is, it's not just. But no, that. I don't get that with this at all. With right. Castlevania, and, and just co- somehow the, the fights are so The choreography is incredible. incredible. It's not like yeah. a Dragon Ball Z fight where, you know, it's right. whoosh, flying, punch, 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 you right. know, dodging, dodging, like all the same moves we've seen a million times. It's like every single fight is a, like, well orchestrated, choreographed fight. Like, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Like, they're so well done. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Well, like the, uh, the typical old school anime style of action where it's like, you just get, like, Three or four like wipes of like the same character just like it's like a static image like going diagonally across the screen yeah 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 and then like oh, yeah. the oh, yeah. ever, everyone's already yeah. beat up you don't right. actually see any action yeah, actually yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's cheaper that way yeah That's why. and just, just like the just whole... put a whole bunch of like you know motion action, lines motion yeah lines. motion yeah. lines yeah. right yes. all the background yeah. oh falls so away. many motion lines oh god something like... really must be happening here wish all I could the see lines. it <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely love the way that the show looks and and handles the characters and stuff like that. Um Honestly, not a ton that I can take away from the show, but I mean, I feel like there's some some things that aren't like perfect. Sure, you know. But before that, <laughs> um, so season one ends with everybody's been waiting for it, Alucard. It's like the final episode, and I think that everybody assumed he was kind of going to show up, but sooner. Especially since it was based on Castlevania Three, the whole show is Castlevania Three, right. which is just crazy. And right. then and then he shows up, and but you don't really get a lot of him. You just get the boss fight, and then he kind of joins them afterwards, which is really fun because in the game you do fight Alucard. You don't fight Sypha, you fight the Cyclops. Then she comes back to life. But with Alucard, you do fight him. Pretty cool. And then he joins you, and whatever. So again, same thing. And with two. All I'll say about two, because I love season two so very much. Um, oh my god, I appreciated like 
the the cameos of Slogra and Gaibon. Yeah. Absolutely blew my mind. So yes. perfect. Yes. I was so happy. They teamed up. They did the moves. That's they all I did. need. Because they, they were yep. bosses in Castlevania 4, Super Castlevania 4. And Slogra's like this dinosaur bones, pterodactyl face guy with a spear. And he's one of the final. There's this uh, sort of a boss rush, actually, at the end of the game where they make you fight Slogra. Uh, the, who's the dinosaur bone guy? Then uh, Guybon, who's this big bat monster, and then you fight the Grim Reaper, or Death, and then after that you finally fight Dracula. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like it's this like basically a boss rush at the end, and it's tough. You know, you have to go through them all at once. And um, anyway, so you know, fans liked those bosses, and in Symphony of the Night they turned Slogra and Guybon into enemies, and they always paired them together. Well, so they started as, as a boss As a boss, yeah. yeah. You fight they, them they together the in a boss, boss fight. Yeah. 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 And I and remember in uh, Dawn of Ecclesia... No, no, no. Order no of I screwed it up. Dawn, Ar- Dawn of Sorrow, yep. which was the second one where you got souls. With Gaibon, you could get Gaibon's soul, and you would get a familiar of Gaibon, right? He would, like, follow you around. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. Am I going nuts? I have no idea. I, I, have, I don't I recall. Yeah, I just I don't remember. I'll take your word for it. I think. I, I'm pretty sure. I really feel like that's what happened, that you got Guybon. It's just been a long time. Yeah. Well, anyway. Slogar and Guybon, amazing. <laughs> and also, they brought in the character of Hector, who was Hector. from the game uh, Curse, Curse of, of Darkness, Darkness, which was on the PS2. Which, like, nobody even which, freaking yeah, liked, no, guy. Nobody really, really liked it. But Boss Rush, you and I really liked it. Yeah, absolutely. It was a really fun game, and uh, these characters, like the main character, was a devil forge master, and he wor- worked for Dracula, and uh, and stuff like that. But uh, you know, guess what? It took place at the same time as uh, Trevor, because Trevor Belmont was actually in that game as an antagonist. He, it, you know, he, he like I said, maybe I was thinking of that when I was talking about Jay and Julius Belmont. Uh, he definitely starts out, and he is hunting you. Right. You are a bad guy. He's trying to kill but you. But you are not a bad guy. <laughs> and then at the very, you know, or near the end or whatever, he eventually, you know, they join force with him or something and whatever. And I remember you, you could actually get to, play as him. get to play as Trevor in that game. And yeah, that was so freaking awesome. You can use his cool green whip. It's so cool. But anyway, it's loved season two. Yeah, Some of the best so fights good. ever. Do you guys have any uh, f- final thoughts on, on the anime? I uh, Watch it. Do it. Yeah, just do it. So I mean, the amount of love and... You know tenderness and care that uh, that they put into it is very much appreciated because you know as a person who loves the Castlevania games and like the properties, I I just really love the fact that someone else who created this loved it as much as I do, if not even more. And, right. and we're getting a really awesome product as a, as a result. Right. right. I, I want to add that uh, that intro is so good. It's so good. I love the fact that the the drawings and animation they're like. They're, it's not in color. It's like black and white. Yeah. And the, the art style is totally different from the TV show and it's done so well. Yeah, it, it is such a unique and, and, and you know noteworthy what? I think, intro. I, I think I saw it one time. At a, I can't even remember it because Netflix oh, so plays good. it so and just good. automatically plays the next one and skips yeah. the intro. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's so awesome. It is one of those that's worth like just watching each yeah. time because it's so awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think that it's great that Castlevania was helmed by somebody who loves the games and isn't just making this to cash in on a fan base. Right. Yep. Because so many game tie-ins, I think, are the result of that. And they go, hmm, well, I don't want to come up with my own original thing for a movie or show or whatever 
I'll just pull inspiration from somewhere else. Right. Games get picked from you know from time to time, and a lot of the adaptations are terrible. Right. And especially what the state Konami is in right now as of 2018. Yeah, right. I was going to say. dog shit. Yeah, dog I was going to say, I mean, this show could have failed like big time because, let's face it, Castlevania has been dead for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Castlevania and, has only come like, back. Nobody could have cared except for like the older fans, like yep. us, right. right? Because kids nowadays don't care. I they mean, even care, my, yeah. even most of my friends who like video games aren't into Castlevania or have maybe played one, if that. Like, yeah, it's no, not. They, a, they had the Lords of Shadow games one and two, but they weren't like that. They were like kind of well re- received and everything. Like, but people yeah. liked the first one. I don't and think said, people care now. It's not like oh, is yeah. there going to be another? No, who cares? Yeah, people, right. feel like people Mercury Steam's done with it anyway. Like. Right. That that series came and went, and I think that the fact that the anime has done so well, hopefully, will stir something in Konami to want to do more. Now, granted, I know that the main showrunner guy of all the games that we love isn't going to be there, but who knows? You know, there's a lot of capable people, a lot of capable fans, different folks that you know know the games, love the games. Something great could come out of it as yeah. far as a game mm-hmm. goes. We have no idea. Right? I mean, look at Mega Man Eleven. Yeah, totally. You I know, mean, like, I think Mega Man 11 is super fun. Yeah, and it's a great it, game. It's a game that, you know, came out well, like a decade or almost after the after last 10. one. After yeah. 10. So, yeah, I mean, my God, no one thought that was going to happen. So, it could happen. Yeah. Never know. And, and hey, if it doesn't, we have Bloodstained coming out, which is right. pretty cool. Which will, yeah. which will definitely be cool. But hopefully I, Castlevania gets its second one. What was the, what was the Nintendo-style one? Uh, Curse moon, of the Moon. Curse of the Moon. Curse of the moon yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's a good one. Yeah, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is rad I love that. Yeah, My God. It was so like good. a better version of Castlevania 3, just with uh, less cool characters with terrible names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's only downfall. But so anyway, so I think that kind of does it, and we'll uh, we'll wrap up and end the con and the conversation there uh, on Castle the Castle Con. Um, but so for this week's Octoponder, this question, I would like to ask you guys, you the listening audience, um, and all of us as well, as fans of the Castlevania games, if you are, what would you have done differently with the anime? Is there a character or perhaps an element you think that? They should have included, but they didn't. Because even though it's really, really great, you know, there's always room for improvement, and not everybody gets every piece of the pie that they want, and you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my octoponder. This. So why don't you guys give that a ponder, and we'll be right back. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life, what are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's a me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action, it had suspense, it had great characters, it had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci, douchebags. 
Bloodworks Victorium, the new album from Enchanted Exile. 11 pulse-pounding heavy metal tracks, including Embrace Oblivion, Cold Spell, On Widow's Hill, and I am the Void. Bloodworks Scriptorium. Available now on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere you get your digital music. So, go get it. Hey, are you ready to do some thinking? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. All right, all right. So, hey, uh, hopefully you guys uh, had a chance to some do some pondering there. Because uh, it's time to answer the question. The question of the week is... Hey, there's a Castlevania anime. It's pretty cool. But was there something about the anime you felt like was a little bit lacking that maybe perhaps just they could have added something something that you uh, were kind of hoping for and maybe they didn't put in there? Um, I know that uh, as a fan of the Castlevania games, I have an opinion. Um what say you guys? Let's go in the reverse order. Uh, Berm, is there anything uh, from the anime that perhaps you feel like they could have maybe done? Oh, I mean, overall, I think it's pretty fantastic. Uh, obviously not perfect, but I don't think there's anything major that I would change about it. Uh, maybe a couple of small things, like uh, maybe more sub-weapon love? Ooh, good oh, one! Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one, actually. That is a good one. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, you know, not that it has to be anything extravagant, but, you know, have a... Uh, yeah, have some, you know, the axes, you know, come on, be mm-hmm. prevalent in a couple of fights or two, or the holy water. You know, just even if he like, up. you know, grabbed an axe in one part and he lobbed it up, and right? Go, 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 go. Yeah, the boomerang right. cross or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. incorporate them somehow. Yeah. Even if it's only like a cameo, just you know, put them in there somewhere. Cool. Yeah, just throwing the Medusa heads too. Yeah, <laughs> just for the hell of it. Yeah, looking right. <laughs> and uh, maybe even maybe delve a little bit deeper into Rick. I mean, they might do this in future you know seasons, but I feel like they didn't. Really, oh, Trevor. I mean, Trevor. I'm sorry. Did I say Rick there? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I meant Trevor. But uh, yeah, uh, just to kind of delve a little bit more into his past than they, than they did. I mean, I felt that he wasn't quite rounded well. Uh, yeah, he was kind of one note. He yeah. did. He did progress yeah. a little bit towards the end of season two. Right. But he did not. Very much. Right. Yeah. Other than that, though, I think I'm I'm pretty good with it. Yeah. He was a miserable misanthrope pretty much yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Pretty right. much. Basically, you're a kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> Except without the, being able to, you know, destroy vampires and demons and shit like that. I thought you were going to say have no beard. Oh, I, I could do that, technically. I don't have the ability. I, I, I choose not to at the moment. <laughs> Trevor's beard is literally just like a single line scribbled across his chin. It's just one, like, it's zigzag. It's, yeah. it's pretty bad. <laughs> Eight bit, no. yeah. Oh, sorry, you have more? No, no, no. That was I was just gonna <laughs> say. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Eight bit. Uh, so I don't. Yeah, again, I don't have a ton that I think I would do differently. I I definitely agree with the Trevor point, but um, I I guess I just really wish that season one was longer. Mm. You know, I feel like three yeah. episodes is like shamefully it short. It wasn't it was three. four. Not that was you know. It was, I'm pretty sure it was four. Was it four? Yeah, it was four. Four and then yeah. it became eight. Yeah. Then it became eight. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it was just like, yeah. it was it was Should've so brief. Like, it was just like, okay, each episode, you know, did have its own story. Okay, I'm from Fargo. <laughs> I'm from Fargo, Minnesota. <laughs> I gotta and go start per- my car. Personally, I just it's really cold out today. Castlevania anime could have been longer. You know, that's all I really wanted out of it. Um, but, you know, that that's, you know, oh, well. What are you going to do? They they probably did it because they didn't know how well it would catch on, right. and they felt a little bit 
unsure if they should really put as much money into right? it. I'm sure it it's not a cheap show to I make. I was just going to say, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's a cheap show. No. The voice acting is stellar. Right. Yeah. Great cast, great animation. I mean, yep. there's no way that show was cheap. For four episodes, they're probably like, look, this is what we can do and still tell a story and yeah. not overextend ourselves in it's case like it doesn't testing do the well. waters yeah right. people yeah. Which, right. which, which does like make it. sense which, it makes sense i so, still wish it was more than four six i yes. think would have been okay yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah before i was just overweight too but quick. i know season three is going to come out and be 10 they mm-hmm. said right i think so yeah so well, that's cool yeah. um i think something else that i would maybe do differently is not not to spoil much of season two but there is a very long stretch of time in season two where the main characters are just stuck in this library and they're in the library for like three or four episodes and i feel like it just kind of gets boring like it keeps doing other stuff and then it's like and back to our cast still doing not much of anything here okay uh back to other stuff so So, it's like a pacing yeah just for me i'm like okay you know that was an awesome place for them to end up but they stayed there for way too long Mm -hmm. and i mean i i like what they ended up doing with that location and everything Mm -hmm. i just think that you know it it started to be a little bit like dragon ball z namek situation i'm like okay what we're still here really it's still blowing up the planet's still blowing up like i understand they're here two minutes i understand they're here to read and learn but i don't literally need to watch them read all the books in this library (laughs) that that ended so freaking it did it paid off all the fights oh my god string of amazing fights. which i guess is like okay so we did all this little boring stuff but but bam we have a corner it was great too that that was one of the times i felt that the show was like felt very video gamey like they they had like upgrades that they got there yeah and 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 trevor got his his chain whip and stuff and i was like the morning star morning yeah the morning star i was like my god the animators i those poor bastards now they have to animate (laughs) chain links Seriously, so Jesus. much more work. It, it, uh, it was probably all CG, although it didn't look it. The, 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 I never felt like the weapons looked weirdly CG or anything no, like no, that. they looked hand drawn. Like it, it's it's an incredible accomplishment yeah. the yeah, way they did stuff. those. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I guess that's my so, piece. Uh, okay, oh, fair. Yeah. No, so we got sub weapons. We got some yeah. pacing problems. Uh, episode count. Right, you Well, I would like to see Grant. Make an appearance. I mean, nasty. He's so I mean, denasty. Denasty I mean, if you're denasty. Granted, he's not like granted. A granted. Granted that he's not a great character or anything, but I don't know. He's I the mean, missing. He's, still, he's, he's the, the missing link. Yeah, he's the missing yeah. missing piece of the equation yeah. from three. Yeah. So I mean, I, you fight him as a monster in three. Yep. I I feel like that has to happen in th- in season three. It See, yeah. Because. That you're right. He's he wasn't. He was all, definitely my least favorite character. Yeah, but yeah, he. Uh, you know what's really funny? As a kid, he was my favorite because I liked that he could climb walls, climb walls and ceilings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he can use the sub weapons like uh, Simon. Or I Trevor. think he can only use the knife. He has the knife. I think he can only. He use does the have knife, knife but he can also throw axes too. Huh? You sure? I yes. thought he could only use the knife sub weapon. But oh, okay. But anyway, um, yeah. As an adult, I'm like, no, he's terrible. I only yeah. want to use Sypha because his wall climbing is so awkward, too, uh, to, to control. But, yeah, you're right, though. Totally missed him. Yeah. I, I definitely also was always thinking, like, but where's Grant? Even if they had just, like, a small cameo, it would have been okay. But right. since they left him out completely, I feel like they have to use him in season three. Yeah. And that's what they should do. They should have him fight. The crew should come across a monster that they then have to, you know, rescue, you know, defeat. And then he turns back down into... 
to Grant if to Nasty. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. That's yeah. All, all I have on that. Cool. So great list, guys. I, man, I love those answers. It's freaking awesome. The sub-weapon thing I didn't even think of. Um, so I definitely agree with all of that. Uh, for me, I think, and, you know, this is all nitpicky stuff because, you know, as we said, the show's pretty great. Um, but, you know, uh, nerds are nitpicky. So I really wish there was more of the music. Yeah, I agree. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it's such Man. a main part of, this sh- of the game. It's such you know? a big part of Castlevania, and there is just a wealth of amazing songs they could have pulled from. And they they took, like, basically, th- you have, like, a little bit of Bloody Tears in the last episode of Season 2 or something. Like, there's not a lot of stuff. And even then, it wasn't a great Bloody Tears. It was okay. Yeah, That's right, objective. Yeah. Um, it is. I thought it was pretty awesome. I thought it was. I thought it was okay, but I definitely was happy it was there. Yeah. But I think that you know I'd been waiting for so long, two whole seasons. It's like where is the music? I think that that is really the main thing. I would say I really just you know definitely miss Grant, and I definitely really would like to see or hear, as it were, more Castlevania tunes. Mm, yeah. Here's some I theme agree. of Simon, even though he's not there. Okay, so yeah. no, so maybe not. Some some vampire killer for sure. Where was right. vampire killer when he got the whip? When he got the whip upgrade? I know, right? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. But yeah, yeah pretty know. much it. Probably licensing issues, honestly, because Japan's very strict with music licensing. Or maybe like composers own their music; it is their property, and if they are ever to be used again, they have to be paid. Like they uh, they own. But royalties. Castlevania music is some of the most covered game music out there. Well, cover. I don't know. Covering is different. There's no one making money off that per I think se. That they are though, like YouTubers and stuff. They're making well, money. Well, that's off like of ad. It. I don't know. That that like muddies the waters. I don't know. But like, if you're putting it in like a show or a movie yeah, or something, probably. like they need to get paid. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that made it harder. Baby needs people to get paid. People gotta see other people write up contracts and agreements and all that jazz. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta see other people to do it. Forget I know. it. Oh, oh screw God. that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hate if you those. can't do it in text, forget it. What is the point of technology? All right, guys. Well, I think that's the episode. So that's pretty cool. Nice. uh, Very cool. So ends the discussion on Castlevania, one of my all-time favorite video games of all time. Yes. And before we leave for the evening or day or morning or middle of the night or whatever time you're listening to this. It is... (laughs) Whatever time of day it is, it's bad for a curse, I'm sure. It's just a a horrible middle of the day for a curse. Um, We're going to do a little something different. um, And it goes a little something like this. You got your spiked gauntlets. You got your bullet belt. You got your leather jacket and your denim. You got your hairspray. Well, put them on, because it's time for another edition of Power to the Metal. Hey guys, this is Nintendo, and for this segment, I am calling it Power to the Metal. And in this segment, I'm going I will be talking about bands that have been around for a while, but no one's really heard of them, or like haven't no one's really talking about them. So the first band that I want to talk about is this band called Running Wild. And they're a band from Hamburg, Germany, formed in 1976. Holy crap. A while ago. That's a long time ago. That's older than me. Yes. And, and me. 
Not me. Not Greg, though. Not me. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Mush, 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 mush. I got him by a couple of years. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they Not were... Not many, but a couple. <laughs> right. So uh, they were originally called Granite Heart until they changed the name in 1979 to Running Wild after the Jewish priest song of the same name. Mm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. And uh, You do now. Uh, yeah, do now. Mm-hmm. The, their first two albums had satanic themes, and with the third album, they started to change their style a little bit, and they started writing uh, more pirate-themed, uh, historical-themed uh, songs and whatever. Buckling and, that swash. And the, mm. creating and influencing the later-named pirate metal subgenre to the heavy metal scene in the 2000s in the process. So I think that's pretty cool. It wouldn't be an ale storm without Running Wild. It Absolutely would not, not be. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. So they've been around for a long time, and uh, throughout their career, they've they've released sixteen albums. It's a lot. Four live albums, two DVDs, and eight compilation albums, mm. which is quite a bit. They've been busy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they've went through like a lot of uh, lineup changes, like most bands do. That's been around for that long. Yeah. Um, it's been so, over forty years. They better have something. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, the the albums that I personally would recommend is death or glory which came out in 1989 glory glory i pick glory i pick yes. cake yes and uh the album after that blazing stone which came out in 1991 which has my favorite running wild song ever which is that was a really suspenseful pause it, it really was <laughs> I, 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 had brain, was, I had a brain fart. i'm oh like what's the name of the band oh, what talking about from micah it's a, that it's one a, it's all right we can edit that out <laughs> we won't we won't but we, we could. won't we could <laughs> i'm on the edge of my seat i'm standing and you're actually crouching too i'm cr- i'm cranding cranding yes <laughs> <laughs> um actually the, the the song that i love the most from this band is uh little big horn yeah it's such a catchy song and I don't know. It's really fun. It's a fun, fun running wild song. Definitely is. Yeah, really fun. I, I highly recommend uh, checking that. I out. I love Blazing Stone as a yeah, yeah, as Fantastic. a whole. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Such Death a of Glory, album. Blazing Stone are just. I'll, I'll also notch. just throw in uh, my favorite album is uh, Black Hand In, which came out in '94. It was also the first. It was my introduction to the band. It was the first album of theirs that I owned. I yeah. Also, really like Pile of Skulls. Pile of Skulls, Pile of Skulls. is awesome. Yeah, I love Pile of Skulls. Yeah. I've got nothing to add. <laughs> You've got some catching up to do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I've heard a couple of their albums, and I mean, I like them, but they never really, really grabbed me that much. So, if you, I guess yeah, if they're... you don't like pirate metal, there's not a lot of variety. True. You know, it's just yeah. like it, it's this is what we sound like. I, yeah. I I will say though that the singing isn't like very good. I mean, it gets the job I done. I like Rolf. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like him, but I mean, like as Fucking far as like. Rolf. As far as like technicality goes, like he's he's not technically a right. good singer, right? That's, but yeah. he gets the job. That's done. a good point. Yes. Like I can't picture anyone else singing for this group except for. There's a this lot guy. of singers, like rock and roll singers, especially that are kind of like that. Yes, Van Morrison. I always thought that. Yeah. Too. yeah, I think he's he's. I like his songs, but I think he's terrible. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, look at ACDC. Yeah. It's like yeah, not a huge range. You yeah, know. I mean they. Just they wouldn't I don't win know, like, what a they're doing, but singing they're, competition. They're doing it with conviction, and that's that's what matters. Yeah. So that's so that's uh, it for the uh, power to the metal. Power coo, coo, coo. to the metal. Raise the horn. Yeah. <laughs> nice, very cool. 
Yes. Thanks, Nintendo. That was awesome. Problem. All right, so yeah, maybe guys, go out there and uh, check out some Running Wild if pirate metal is your thing, or maybe if you've heard of new pirate metal and you never heard of this old ass band fronted by a guy named Rock and Rolf, then freaking check them out, yo. Right up. Right. And if you don't know pirate metal, go check it out. Maybe you'll like it. If you don't know, now you know. It's definitely a, a genre that I think is best described as fun. Yes. Absolutely, fun is my favorite. Know. Yeah, it's 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 just it's silly. Uh, it doesn't take itself all that seriously. Right. And you know what's interesting? It does have to me? historical content, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you mentioned the historical content. So Sabaton sort of like gives me that feel, but they're like, we're not going to do pirate specifically. I think the only thing that you know, it's like Sabaton is basically pirate metal, but they're not singing they about just, pirates. Well, they cover right. history right. battles that are not involving boats right. and pirates and stuff, yeah. right? World conflict metal. Right. <laughs> right. Global war yeah. metal. Yeah, war metal. War metal, is, war metal does sound better than, yes. than world conflict metal. I will give you that. That's my band name I'm calling it. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, hey, uh, does anybody have any shameless plugs I want to drop before we get the hell out of here? Uh, I'll, this is Boss Rush Mode here. I'll just uh, pitch my YouTube channel, also called Boss Rush Mode. If you want to see the earlier incantations of Retro Octopus, you can go find it there, as long as some of my other videos. I do a... Uh, Video game music podcast called VG Tunes and some um, arcade ambiance video called Arcade and hey, there's other stuff, th- uh, other stuff there too. Go check it out. I will stop mumbling now. Bye. <laughs> ASM Arcade. Not quite, but some people could consider it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to that that definition. Right, <laughs> a new direction and perhaps steering. And technically, yeah, if you if uh, if you look, there's a good amount of um, VG Tunes episodes. You you had how many VG Tunes? Uh, we over recently did number forty seven. Oh, almost, almost a fifty. Yeah, oh. pretty, pretty good. darn good. And that—that's—that's that's basically uh, for those of you who don't know. That's, he's basically playing like that's like your radio channel of video game music, right? It's really cool. Yeah, I'll play a few tunes. I'll I'll interject here and there, say a couple of blibbity blabs, and then yeah. go back to the music. And sometimes uh, the guys of Retro Octopus uh, show up from time oh, to time. Oh, yep, yep, that's what happens. Or four people blibbity blab. Yes. What about you guys, you got anything? Yeah. Uh, Drop some proms. Yeah, I have. I also have my own uh, YouTube channel called Nintendo, um, and I. This do, is Nintendo on the mic. Just yes, you, in case you realize. couldn't tell by my voice, or the fact that he said or the, the fact Nintendo. That in case you couldn't tell by my name, <laughs> by my the name, name of my right. channel being my name. Right. Um, I do uh, vlogs, uh, response videos, and pickup videos, and hopefully more. He does law blogs. I do law blogs. He does not do law blogs. <laughs> He's lying. He's wrong. <laughs> He's Wong. He's Wong. <laughs> you wanna try again? Hey, Pit. I know you got some. Uh, you've had some some recent songs you dropped on your channel, right? Yes. So, Pit Alchemy here. I have a YouTube channel as well, also called Nintendo. No, um, wait, that's wrong. Uh, I have a Bit Alchemy channel called Bit Alchemy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I. Is theme? What is this? <laughs> are we so original? <laughs> Why are we whispering? Because it's an ASMR video now. ASMR. So I wanted you ASMR to ASMR arcade. I make video game music with a family track. I'm not going to You're going to put me that. to sleep. Stop. Yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually falling asleep halfway through this. Hold on, wait. Let me give you some flutters. 
Can you pick those up? Okay. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I use Family Tracker to make uh, NES-style music, uh, true to the original soundtrack. Uh, I have a bunch of original music on there that is under the name Mega Man Omega. It's like a fictional Mega Man game that does not exist. There's no way to play it, so stop asking. Um, and it is just all original music by me and artwork by Parasite Steve. Uh, and then I have a variety of covers that I've actually started doing. I have a few songs from Mega Man 11, one from Delta Rune, um, and you know just the odds and ends. I uh, haven't probably not going to have a ton of time to make more covers as I just started a new job. But anyway, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Go check it out. Absolutely. Yes. And just as a quick aside, uh, my page Boss Rush Mode is also adorned with artwork by Parasite Steve, as well as mine. Vortex Designs or. The other name that no one calls you. Yeah, that was that was the uh, the 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 thing that I was gonna do, and then Vortex Designs. I guess it's it's just my my Red Bubble store now. That's pretty much it. Ah, yeah. And your DeviantArt page. No, that's T Rack. I think. Yeah. Oh yes. my god, yeah. you're right. I yeah. always search for Vortex Designs <laughs> and I never find it, and then I look for T Rack. I still think it's the wrong. <laughs> I, I'm still thinking. <laughs> I'm stupid. What's my brain doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so what about so you? You all set? Yeah. yeah. What about yeah. you, Mr. Steve? Yeah. Pitch it. Pitch it. All right. <clears throat> well, I uh, I also go by the name Steve Van Sampson, which you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter at Steve Van Sampson. I uh, I am a horror author, uh, not horrible, but horror author. Horrible. I have a couple books out, uh, both of which deal with vampires in Africa. The first one's called The Bone Eater King. second one's called Marrow Dust. And I don't know why I'm holding fingers up, because it makes no sense. And you can get them right now on Amazon. Just look up either Steve Van Sampson or The Bone Eater King or Marrow Dust, whichever you prefer. And hey, shout at me on Twitter, wherever. But you know what you need to do. You know what's really cool is I'm actually I'm actually going to be in a, a book coming up in February, and it's called The Final Summons, and you can pre buy it right now for a measly ninety nine cents. What? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I got a story in there called The Terror of London. It's pretty awesome. It's basically a book of of really really super talented people. And also me, who are from New England, and, you know, we write stuff, and it's all, like, fantasy and sci-fi, and it's awesome. So, thefinalsummons.com, 99 cents. What better use of 99 cents can you find? I can't even think of one. So, anyway, that's pretty much the episode. Castlevania, thank you very much for joining us on this journey through the dark depths and up to the clock tower as we rang the bell and stubbed our toes on gears and stuff and heard some bloody tears and you know you know it's it's been a night it has been a a horrible night for a webcast for a A that's not even what they're called a pod web it's been a horrible night for talking for saying words for coherency (laughs) coherency (laughs) please if you like the show reach out to us online we're on twitter at redoctopus on on twitter we are also, you can email us if you want. I don't know why you would do that, but if you'd like to, we are redoctopus at gmail.com. And that is spelled R-I-D octopus because, hey, if redunculus is the thing that comes after ridiculous, well, what comes after redunculus? Redoctopus. You got it, Berm. Right you are, yeah. as always. And that said... I've been your host of the moment, Parasite Steve, a.k.a. Steve Ann Sampson, and it is indeed a sad thing that your adventures have ended here.
Good night.